Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast of Bible reading and insight into God's Word. We're still in Esther. At chapter, we're in chapter 4, looking at verses 4 and 5 in the God's Word translation. Mordecai is in mourning because of the, um, the edict that came down from the king. Not only is he in mourning, the rest of the Jews are lamenting their fate. So he's wearing sackcloth. And because he's in sackcloth, he cannot conduct his business in the royal court uh, while clothed in sackcloth. But nothing but uh, that which is happy and pleasant were allowed to appear at the court. And everything that was melancholy, namely Mordecai, <laughs> was, must be banished. But let's listen to God's word. It reads, Esther's servants and eunuchs came and informed her about Mordecai. The queen was stunned. She sent clothing to Mordecai to put on in place of his sackcloth, but he refused to accept it. Then Esther called for Hattach, one of the king's eunuchs appointed to serve her. She commanded him to go to Mordecai and find out what was going on and why. Again, this is Esther chapter 4, verses 4 and 5 from the God's Word translation, which titles this section, Esther's Problem. I'll be back to share insights and close with prayer. This is Hope Scott. I am your host of 5 Minutes in the Word, a daily podcast which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Thanks for listening, subscribing, and following my podcast. You can find it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Good Pods, or wherever you hear podcasts. Also, please like and follow 5 Minutes in the Word on Facebook and Twitter. That again was Esther chapter 4, verses 4 and 5 read from the God's Word translation. There is no indication of how much time elapses between Mordecai and the others learning of the edict. And when Esther learns of it, Esther's response is to uh, prevent Mordecai from mourning. Perhaps because she's concerned that, you know, it might compromise his position as a royal official. But she knows that he cannot uh, conduct his business in the royal compound while dressed in sackcloth. This obligated, um, uh, because he was in sackcloth, he had to keep his distance and only come, uh, only come before the gate and not take his place in the gate. Uh, Esther sent him clothes, but he refuses and he refuses to cease his visible mourning. He wanted all who could, you know, who went to do business in the royal courts to know that he was in mourning. And I'm sure because he was in mourning, and we know how we are, if we see someone who's, uh, is, you know, acting strange, especially if it's someone you know, you want to know what's wrong. And so they probably asked. And of course, Esther wants to know because that's her cousin. She cannot figure out why he's in sackcloth because she knows that's a sign of, um, of mourning. Uh, 
So though Esther sent a change of clothes to Mordecai, he, she sent the oil of joy for mourning and the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. He didn't receive it. He refused to be comforted. And sometimes we know people who are in that place of mourning, in that place where they don't want to be comforted. Anything you try to do to comfort their spirit, to soothe them, they're going to reject. They have to go through the process. I think um, um, Wearsby says there's like five steps of grief or something like that. But there are so many steps of, that, that of grief that you have to go through. So... And this isn't the same thing, but just thinking like mourning. He's mourning something that's going to happen. It hasn't happened yet, but, you know, he's in mourning about it and he's praying about it and he's fasting for God to intervene. So strictly um, did the law of Persia confine the wives, especially the king's wives, that it was not possible for Mordecai to have a conference with Esther about the uh, important affair especially this edict and um, she has to get the message to him and they have to communicate by way of Hattach and I'm probably pronouncing that wrong because I listened to other versions and I can't this anyway Hattach is how I'm saying it uh, whom the king had appointed to attend her and it seems that he was one that she could confide in and she could trust and she didn't have to worry about him going and telling the king well you know she's talking to this Mordecai guy and he's the guy that uh, Haman has a problem with she didn't have to worry about that she regards um, she regards him who had not been mentioned but until now as trustworthy despite his ro role in the royal court he could have been a spy he could because she was in danger as far as Mordecai was concerned so, you know, to put that much confidence in one of her um, help, one of her servants, one of the people who, who's in charge, you know, that she who serves her, that you said that's better uh, to put her trust in someone who's um, a serve, a servant, a servant to her is a big step. And it's a great weight, not just for uh, the, the, the guy, for Hattach, but for Esther. That you know, she kind of compromises her uh, her position and his when you think about it, because he could put himself in danger. But I think that would be loyal. That also shows his loyalty to his queen that he would do what she needed to do. So she he was loyal to her and probably more loyal to her than the king, and definitely more loyal to her than to Haman. So she uh, sent to Mordecai to know about, you know, know what's going on. Give her some particulars. And um, earlier in the narrative, Esther and Mordecai seemed to be uh, speaking face to face. But now they couldn't because he couldn't enter the king's compound wearing sackcloth. Let's pray. Father, we thank you as we study your word. We thank you for people who... Uh, when they see us in a state of sorrow, will ask how they can help. To who want to know how to um, pray for us. If we share our griefs and our joys, our prayers and our praises, uh, we, we 
people know better how to pray or how to grieve with us, how to share joy with us, how to pray with us, how to praise with us. We thank you for that. We thank you that um, even though we do have to weep sometimes, we know that uh, tears are um, cleansing. And we know that weeping endures but for a night and joy comes in the morning. So we thank you. We thank you for those outward signs of mourning because those outward signs help people know how to pray for us. So we thank you for that, Father. Even though, you know, we should have the spirit of, of, of joy, <laughs> sometimes we don't. Sometimes we do have to, we do have to cry. And we thank you that we can because we have a Father who hears and listens. And we thank you for that. God, we're praying for those who need you in a special way. You know what our family needs right now. I'm not even going to, you know, I don't have to verbalize because you know. And you know the needs of all of your children. Whether we verbalize it or not, you know our hearts. And we thank you for that, Father. Thank you for blessing us. Thank you for keeping us. Thank you for providing for us. And thank you for your Son. Thank you for the Holy, your Holy Spirit. Thank you for your angels. And we bless your name. Amen. Thank you for spending time in God's word with me. Be blessed.